Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God or in purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Afoke Wonsuzu. So let's get down to it. Hello fam, how are you doing? Glad to be speaking with you again this week. I hope your last week was great and that you are looking forward to an even better week. Uh, If your last week wasn't all that great or things haven't been going well for you, I just want to speak encouragement into your life right now that the enemy wouldn't have your joy, your peace, and your focus. Whatever it is that may be still in your peace right now, as my words go forth by faith, anything that may have held your joy, your peace, your focus captive until now by the reason of the word of God in 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, we cast down every imagination, any wrong thought, any feeling of depression, and we take all those things captive and make them all obedient to Christ. Because at the mention of the name of Jesus, everything, depression, the suicidal thoughts, they are bowing right now to the authority of Jesus Christ. There is power in that name and there is no higher name, not even Even the notorious depression measures up to the power that can be found in the powerful name of Jesus. So healing is yours. Sound mind is yours. Perfect peace is yours. The joy of the Lord is yours in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right. So uh, we're moving on from the Arise and Shine series today. It was a very exciting series and the feedback about how the message blessed you was awesome. And like I said last time, if you haven't reached out to us yet, please do. We would love to hear from you and connect with you. Okay. Uh, So today, like I said, we're we're beginning a new and exciting series called Chosen. That's right. Like who doesn't like to be chosen for something? But even more exciting, we have all been chosen and loved by the one true God. Isn't that amazing? And the best part is we didn't even have to work for it. We didn't have to fight or beg, you know, for this, for this, for this love that God has for that has for us that he chose us. God just loves you. He loves you. He loves me. And he just chose us. There's no qualifications necessary. He simply chose you, chose me and loves us all the same. So we've been chosen for a purpose. And what is this purpose? In our part one of the Arise and Shine series, we explain that the light of God in you is your purpose. It is already in you. So purpose isn't something that you just wake up one day and create, like you decide to do as a career. Neither is it something your your parents tell you to do. Also, your purpose is not in someone else, okay? Where you feel you have to pursue someone or something to achieve purpose. It is not a vision for your business brand, and it also is not a goal that you set to meet. Okay, it is simply the light of God in you to shine for a reason, which is to solve the darkness problem in this world, like we discussed in the Horizon Shine series. And God has chosen you for a purpose. Okay, so let's look at 1 Peter 2, verse 9. I'm reading from the NIV version, which says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. The purpose, and that that light is a purpose he has for you. And I also want to read that same uh, verse uh, in the in the message version, just to uh, break it down a little bit more. Uh, so First Peter 2, verse 9 to 10 again, from the message version, it says, but you are the ones chosen by God chosen for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people, God's instruments to do his work. 
and speak out for him, to tell others of the night and day difference he made for you from nothing to something, from rejected to accepted. Amen. So you see, you are chosen for a high calling, God's instrument to do his work and speak out for him, to share with the world the night and day difference he made for you from nothing to something, from rejected to accepted. So you are chosen. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, including yourself. So thank God we're chosen. And it doesn't end there. There are so many scriptures in the Bible regarding why God chose you. But I'll share one more, okay? Just one more. I can help it. So uh, Ephesians 1 verse 11 to 12, uh, reading from the NIV version, it says, In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will in order that we who were the first to put our hope in Christ might be for the praise of his glory. Okay, and to break that down again using the message version, it says here, it is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eyes on us. He had designs on us for glorious living, part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. Isn't that just amazing? Like, it means that God isn't just going to work out his purpose. No, the overall purpose he has for you, for me, he is already working it out. So the purpose is right there. And if it is working, you need to know about it, okay? So it is right there in the Bible. God has chosen us but not just for choosing sake, but for a purpose. And that purpose is very specific. You were designed for that purpose, specially designed for it. But how do you discover this amazing purpose God has for you? Okay, and before I continue, uh, just so you know, for the sake of time, I can't go too much into detail from the Bible character I'll be referencing here, but please feel free to read the story uh, that I'll be referencing using the Bible verse that I share with you as I go along, okay? So uh, the first way to discover your purpose, okay, is to walk with God, okay? You have to walk with God to obtain his purpose for your life, naturally, because if God has a purpose for you, then you need to know him to ask him what that purpose is, right? It only makes sense. And you ask by praying and the Holy Spirit will show you by opening your eyes to things you would have otherwise overlooked about yourself or didn't even know was there and help you discover your purpose. But please, please don't make the mistake of just merely praying yourself into purpose alone. You must take action. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do we have any prayer warriors in the house? Like you could pray for a really, really long time. Or even if you're not a prayer warrior, prayer warrior, I want to shake the table a little. Not to push you off the table, you know, but the Holy Spirit wants to replace some of the legs of that table. Okay, so back to praying. Okay, and about praying, praying yourself into purpose is like praying without understanding. Like what is the point of watering or pouring water into the ground or the soil when there's no seed in the ground. The soil will just drink up all the water and say, thank you very much, right? Because there is no seed in the soil to grow. You see, the light of God, like we discussed in the Arise and Shine series, it is no ordinary light. It is a purpose God has for you, your purpose. 
So don't make the mistake of praying for the light to suddenly appear. Yes, you can pray for understanding, but you can't pray yourself into purpose and then voila, your purpose is just falling on you uh, left, right, center, and all of a sudden you're, 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 you know, you're walking in your purpose. No, that's having unrealistic expectations, which can lead you to saying stuff like, oh, God didn't answer my prayers, or God doesn't have a purpose for me, God doesn't love me, he answers others, but he doesn't answer me. No, not true. On the contrary, God can't wait for you to walk in your purpose, because that's the assignment he has for you on earth. That's, that, that's the design he has for you. It's already on the inside of you. And just so I can explain what I mean, but you can't just put yourself into purpose like magic. Let's say you're in your home, okay? And, and it is nighttime and the place is dark. What do you do to light up your home or the dark room? You simply go to the light switch and you flick that light switch up or down. And then what? The light comes on, right? Of course, as expected. All right. So same scenario. Only now imagine that you have prayed and said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, let there be light in this dark room, as opposed to go walking up to the switch to flick it up and down for it to come on. If you prayed and asked for that light to come on, will it come on? No, it wouldn't. Well, um, okay, well, I know we have Google Home and the, um, the Amazon Echo Dot that can automate your electricity. And you can say, okay, Google or Alexa, turn on the light or using whatever commands you give it. And you say the command, the light comes on. Yes, I get that. But you still have to carry out an action to automate that program, right? But you see, in Nigeria, my home country, sometimes you flick that switch on, uh, the light just wouldn't come on. Okay, and why you may ask, uh, it's because of the electricity problem that we have back home in Nigeria. And I shared more on this light issue in part one of the Rise and Shine series. So if you haven't listened to that, you wouldn't really get that reference. But um, due to that problem that we had with electricity in Nigeria, if if there was no uh, power electricity, when you flick that switch up, and or up or down, uh, the light just wouldn't come on. Like there just would be no light. So just like a switch with no power, are you the same? Are you connected to the source of power, aka God, to ensure that your light comes on? Because if you're not connected to your source of power, that is to God through Jesus Christ, then there is no power available for your light switch to work properly in order for your light to come on. Amen. So your walk with God is very very important if you want to gain access into the plan and purpose he has for your life. And you need to walk with him and be connected to the source to ensure when you take the action to turn on the switch, the light, which is your purpose, will come on. Okay? And just like when light comes on in a dark room, you can see and navigate through to locate things that may have been missing or just obscured by the darkness. Likewise, you need to be connected to the source. Turn on the switch. That is, arise, get up, and take action for the light to come on and shine. Okay, so it starts by walking with God so that even as you begin to take the steps to identify your purpose, he will help you easily identify them, okay? And before we continue, I'd like to urge you to get like a journal, if you have one. Okay, to write down the next points I will be sharing with you to help you identify your purpose because these, step, these steps helped me. Okay, if you don't have a journal right now, just get a paper or something and you can transfer them into a journal later. Okay, also keep in mind that some of you may already know 
and may be able to answer the the things I share with you easily or right away, while some others may not be not may not be able to do so right away. And if you're unable to identify these things right away, no problem. Just trust your process and let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you with these things I will be sharing with you. Also, if this is you, still take down the questions and pray about them and think about them. And as the Holy Spirit reveals to you, just quickly write them down in your journal. Okay. And lastly, this journal, give it a name like my purpose journal, God's purpose journal for me, like own it. Okay. And let's get it done because purpose awaits. Amen. And also lastly, it doesn't have to be perfect handwriting. Okay. Just write everything down and make it your own because it is. All right. So first question to write down and pray about and work on establishing what your purpose is, is explore and and identify what quality stands out about you. Okay. Explore and identify what quality stands out about you. Like, what is that thing you do that may come to you naturally? Now, you may have a lot of things that come to you naturally, and you can write them all down in your journal. It could be a talent, a passion. It could be a skill. It could be anything about you. Write it down because that talent or that quality about you has a purpose, but it isn't the purpose itself. Okay. And from what you write down, there should be something about you that stands out the most, that you can't just shake it off. If you need time to determine this, then take that time. Now, the reason why you can't shake off that, you know, that uh, talent or feeling or passion, you know, shake that thing about you off is because it keeps pulling you back like you'll be uncomfortable not doing it. It burns like a fire, you know, on the inside of you, like it burns in a kerosene lamp like we discussed in our Rise and Shine series, part one. It's burning because it is shining. It just has been covered all your life. And just because it has been covered all this time doesn't mean it isn't burning. It actively is there burning, okay? So God put it there for a reason. It wants to shine freely, not restricted. So some Bible examples for you to help you, you know, explore and identify this quality that stands out about you. And to give more context, I'm going to use the life of Joseph. And you can read more about his life uh, from Exodus 37 and onward in the Bible, okay? So Joseph, he did a lot of things as a young boy, uh, probably, but what stood out about him was his dreams. He could dream very interesting dreams and also interpret them as well. Now let's agree, dreaming isn't special, right? No, it isn't, because we all dream even though some of us may not always remember the dream after waking up, okay? But everyone dreams. However, Joseph's dreams made him particularly special because he had special dreams. And not only that, he could interpret them as well. And he kept talking about it, even though his big brothers told him to shut up. You know, he just couldn't help it. It had to be said. He just couldn't shut up about it. And he would just start talking about his dreams without anyone asking and knowing fully well his brothers were very uninterested in his interesting and unique unique dreams and interpretations. So just like Joseph, there's also something that stands out in you. And if you don't figure it, figure it out right away, that's fine. Okay? That is fine. The Holy Spirit will help you determine because God did not forget to put it in you. Okay? And you better believe that if you don't because it is right there. All right. And another example before moving to uh, my next point here, using my own example, for me, I liked to help. 
And the earliest I could remember about my helping was when I was very young, like in primary four or so. And primary four would be equivalent to like grade four in North America. Okay. I remember once I was heading home from school and I saw this boy my age and his younger sister. They looked sad. So I went over to them and I asked, you know, I asked them what was wrong. And they mentioned they lost their transport, their their, uh, transport fare or like a bus pass to get home, you know, and they were meant to take the bus and they had no way of getting home because they lost their money. (laughs) Well, fam, that was in the 90s. There were no cell phones then. Okay. And getting access to like a landline wasn't that easy. And I knew I had to do something. And if I didn't, it felt like I couldn't live with the thought of not helping, you know, and I didn't even live far away. So I told them I'll take them home with me because I was pretty confident that my dad was home and confident that he will help me out, you know, with the transport fare for these, um, for this brother and sister. So I went home with a boy and his sister sobbing quietly. You know, I went up to my dad and I said, I need to help them get money to go home. He just said, okay, give me some money. And I gave it to them and asked if it was, and I asked uh, the boy and his sister if it was enough. They said yes, and that it was even more than enough. I was like, awesome. And I was happy that they could get home at that point because now they had the, the, the money for the fare. And they were happy and they went on their way. So I'll stop there in the story and give you, um, you know, some questions for this section to ask yourself so you can write it down in your journal. Okay, so what quality, question one, write it down, question one, what quality stands out about you that it defines you? Remember, mine is to help. You also have to identify yours. If you can't think about the quality right away, go as far back as you can in your memory base from your childhood until now. Can you pick anything out? like I did with my story using my primary four or grade four experience. Other ways you can determine uh, this is to ask your parents or your best friend, a sibling, someone that really knows you, like ask them, what quality do you think stands out about me? Okay, or you can ask them if they had to define you with one word, what will that word be? And if they give you more than one word, fine, just write it down, okay? Like Like we already discussed, mine is to help. Joseph's was his dream. And another way uh, to study the, uh, sorry, another way to identify this quality that stands out about you is to study the Bible and the characters there like Joseph, Moses, David, Jeremiah, Ruth, Deborah, Esther. There's so many and you can connect your life patterns and experiences to theirs and the Holy Spirit can reveal things to you using this method as well. Okay, and question two for how to identify this quality that defines you. Uh, Question two is, how do you express that quality that defines you in in your daily life? Okay, think about it, pray about it, and write it down. And remember, don't rush the process, okay? Just trust it, okay? So those are two questions for you to identify what qualities stand out about you. All right, so moving on to the third way to identify your purpose, which is to um, ask yourself, does that quality give you an overwhelming sense of joy? Okay, does that quality give you an overwhelming sense of joy? Now, after identifying the quality that stands out about you the most, now ask yourself, does it give you an overwhelming sense of joy? Because it should. And that quality just gives you satisfaction, When you do it, even when no one is around to see what you did, even if you never receive anything or even a thank you in return from those people. You see, for Joseph in the Bible, it was his dreams. 
he couldn't help but share because he was excited and felt joy telling his dreams and also interpreting them. Even when he was in, pre- in prison, he didn't even let his situation stop him or let that you know setback stop him. There was a dream that needed interpreting. He interpreted, okay? Uh, for my husband, he feels an overwhelming sense of joy after he preaches an impactful message that would impact you and change your life. And for me, I can talk your ears off and talk for hours on relationships and purpose with, with, with so much joy. And I would still have a lot to say. And also on other related matters and relationships, you know, to help you or help the person I, I am speaking to at the time. Like I just go on and on and on. And it would be like a, a stream that just flows with no end. There's like an endless supply. It never runs dry. And I just feel refreshed talking about it. And it gives me so much, so much joy. I feel fulfilled, satisfied, like I just ate the best meal ever, you know. And from my grade four experience, I shared previously with you about loving to help. After helping the brother and sister with their transport fare or bus pass, how I felt, I was so happy as well. I felt like I had just won a million dollars. I was overwhelmed with joy. Even as a little child, I cried and waved them goodbye. It was tears of joy. And you know what's funny? I can still remember that day very clearly. I can even feel the joy I was feeling that day. But I can't even remember the boy and his sister's face, even if I saw them today. Okay, so that's what joy can look like when you apply that quality about yourself. So, yeah, what is that quality about you that gives you joy? Now, try it with yourself by asking these questions. Okay, so question one, write it down. What gives you joy and is it in line with the quality that defines you? Okay, question one again, what gives you joy and is it in line with that quality that defines you? And then question two, what do you find yourself talking about the most? That you can't shut up about it. Okay, and when, and when you talk about this quality or express that quality, does it give you joy? Okay, and uh, question three, you can also check your memory base to seek out examples of when you expressed this quality that defines you, okay, with overwhelming joy. How did you feel? Can you think of an experience you've had in the past that you had to do something using your defining quality? And when you did it, it gave you this sense of of overwhelming joy. You know, can you think of such an experience? If you can, just write it down. And if it takes time, no problem. Just take your time to figure it out, okay? Uh, and don't worry, it will stand out to you because if the joy was so overwhelming, it will be a very easy memory to locate. It will also stand out. And as you can see, I can barely remember much from my primary four or grade four days, but that experience with helping, it really stood out for me, okay? And then uh, a fourth question for you here that you can ask yourself is, how do you express this in your everyday life? What does it look like in your life? Okay, for me, I express my quality of help in my everyday life. Um, I love to help, right? And I feel the most joy when I help with relationship advice, with purpose, because I want to help you grow and give you tools to navigate relationships and defining and walking in purpose like I'm doing right now through this podcast, okay? So can you see how that all came together? So you have to just take the time to figure this out, write them down, because you can, at the end, you can now then, you know, piece them together. And you don't have to be in front of a lot of people to express this in your life, okay? There's a process to purpose. You just need to identify where you are and keep growing. Before I got to this point of podcasting, I used to take down notes on my phone. 
the things the Holy Spirit reveals to me. It could be unique problem-solving tips for relationships, purpose stuff, and so on. I used to advise young ladies, my friends, even older ladies, and anyone I had the opportunity to be around and needed relationship purpose advice and help, you know, before I got here. So those were ways I, you know, was kind of honing my skills and discovering them before I got to this point, okay? And you can pray and ask the Holy Spirit to show you as you live your life, to make it apparent, okay? And he'll definitely tell you, just make sure you write it down somewhere safe, be attentive, you know, to the leading of the Holy Spirit, and you'll notice it in, in, in what you say, in what you feel or do or react, you know? Um, so moving on uh, to the fourth way to identify your purpose. Um, you can ask yourself this question. What life experiences are connected to that quality that gives you overwhelming joy? Okay? What life experiences are connected to that quality that gives you overwhelming joy? Okay, this question is important because the experiences you go through in life, they are not a mistake. There's also a purpose for every experience you've had as well. Okay, like have you ever gone through some things in your life or currently going through something and you're like, why is this happening? Why do I or did I have to go through that experience? The people around me have never experienced this or gone through this. They seem to be enjoying their lives just fine. If you find yourself asking these questions, I want to share a scripture with you from 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13. Uh, and I'm reading from the NIV version and it says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Meaning, whatever pain or trial you had to go through, or you're currently going through, it is not uncommon. There are people going through the same thing or similar right now, or they may have gone through it in the past or would even go through it even in the future. You're not going through those things because God wants to kill you or punish you. No, he has given you the power of an overcomer to overcome anything only if you agree to overcome. So there are people who have gone through exactly what you went through or you're going through. And the Holy Spirit revealed to me the reason for this. And it is because there is purpose behind your pain. The purpose is for you to learn unique, unique skills about, um, you know, and uh, sorry, what am I trying to say? <laughs> the purpose is for you to learn unique skills, approaches, solutions of various kinds while you overcome that trial. That's why God doesn't give you more than you can handle. The point is not to kill you, but to turn you into an overcomer, a solution provider, okay? Because those skills and solutions will be to cater to those people who have a common story with you. Those people who have gone through or are going through the same things that you went through or similar. And those people will also require a solution to overcome that same thing, okay? And that is a purpose behind your pain, to birth solutions to the pain you overcame. There's a purpose behind any pain you go through, but the pain isn't the purpose. That's why whatever you go through, God will always help you through it as long as you allow him help you. Perhaps this is a wake-up call for those who may have experienced pain and refuse to heal and grow through it and to overcome it because of someone or something. For example, refusing to let go of the past, heal from it and grow past you know, a hurt that someone caused, caused you, like uh, a past relationship or someone that may have hurt you. There are lessons to learn 
and skills, solutions to gain. There's a purpose behind all these things. And you just may be holding up your own growth process to purpose. So yeah, I feel like that was for someone specific. Let it go, girl. Let it go, bro. Allow God and watch yourself grow into your purpose. Anyways, back on topic. Uh, For Joseph in the Bible, at a point in his life, he was in a prison for a crime he did not commit. But even while he was in a lowly place such as a prison, God gave him opportunities to use his defining quality, which was to interpret dreams. And through the interpretation of dreams, he was able to solve the king's great problem that no wise man or philosopher in his time could solve. And that was to interpret a really difficult and troubling dream the king had. But only Joseph in all the land could solve the problem. And because he gave a solution to that problem, Joseph went from being a prisoner to become the second most powerful man in Egypt after Pharaoh. And Pharaoh is just a king. For me, my pain was I got my heart broken a few times. And I learned from those experiences. It was like my experiences were training were like my training ground for where God already planned to take me to and was preparing me for my purpose, okay? He was preparing me for my purpose through those experiences. So there was a purpose behind any pain I went through. But before the heartbreaks, I just noticed that I, you know, saw things differently when I dated, which was when I became more aware of how relationships and marriages are today. And I just wouldn't agree with everything, you know? And I would have a strong um, opinion about it, so strong that I feel that I feel it when I give my opinion. Like, it's almost like an angry feeling, you know? But it's not anger. I don't know how to to best explain it. Uh, I guess the best way to explain it is like, or explain it would be like a fire burning um, and the intensity of the heat that comes from that fire burning. Something like that. Because it is living active. Like, that thing you feel, that quality about you, that passion, it's living and active and alive on the inside of you because it is tied to your purpose. Okay, so that's how it feels for me anyways. And the more I journeyed in those relationships, the more I had experiences for this passion for relationships to grow because I just didn't agree with some things and also saw a better way to do things because it's that fire burning on the inside, right? And so whenever I had a chance to share with people randomly or intentionally about relationships and purpose, I would share things the Holy Spirit had revealed to me on an issue. Okay, and whenever relationship talk, Uh, you know, comes up or came up and its issues, I was always drawn to them for a reason. Like I'd always feel this pull to be drawn to them and give an opinion or, or say something. Okay. So I was always drawn to them and the Holy Spirit will show me how to address the issue in a unique way that have the people I speak with sometimes look at me like, huh? Where did that come from? And also me sometimes, I used to go like, where did that come from too? <laughs> you know? And I used to think it was common knowledge until I shared these things. And people look at me like, you know, asking where these things came from and all that. Um, so now I help in relationships. And because people are in relationships, I also help them discover their purpose like I'm doing with you today. So basically, I help people with relationship advice and purpose. Hence the name of our podcast channel, guys. The channel name did not just come about uh, by mistake or on its own. That's, that's, that's what purpose can look like. That's my purpose uh, statement, I guess. Okay. And I'd like to add that just because you discovered your purpose or just because you, you, this will help you discover your purpose. And I pray that you discover your purpose uh, through these questions. It doesn't mean that it ends there. Okay. You grow into your purpose and the more you grow, the more God gives you to handle. Okay. So questions for this section. 
Now you can ask yourself to also determine what life experiences are connected to the quality that stands out about you. Question one, what experiences have you encountered in life that caused pain and you had to grow through it? Something you had to overcome in life. Think about it, pray about it, write it down. Okay, and question two, were there any special experiences you went through that caused you to come up with unique ideas or solutions to problems? Remember, the way you overcame that problem, that problem is unique. And that's a solution right there. So think of them and write them down. Okay, and question three, what life areas or experiences are you most drawn to? And when you're drawn to them, does it align with the quality that stands out about you? And do you feel it burn, you know, like a fire on the inside of you when you speak on that area of life? Okay. Question four, how do these experiences and unique solutions tie in or connect with the quality that defines you and how it gives you joy? I'll read that last question again because it's rather long. Question four, how do these experiences and unique solutions tie in or connect with the quality that defines you and how does it give you joy? Okay, so now to wrap up after you've carried out steps one to four, uh, which starts working with God and uh, all the other steps that we went or talked about or walked through, <laughs> talked through. Um, so after you've carried out steps one to four, like we already discussed, now you have to Write the vision and make it plain, okay? Habakkuk 2 verse 2 says, write the vision, make it plain upon tablets so that he who reads it may run with it because now you have to start walking in your purpose, living in it and action in it, okay? So you need to write these things down, ask yourself the questions we went through in this message and let that, you know, form your purpose, your purpose mission statement, okay? Your purpose mission statement. Okay, so write them down, combine your answers together and establish your purpose mission statement because this statement will inform the decisions you make and everything in life and your relationships. And even as you walk with God and journal your findings, please don't expect to discover it and then just start flying in it. There's a process to purpose. And even when you get to the point where people start experiencing the solutions from your purpose or from your place of purpose, you will keep growing because growth never stops. While for some people, you need to grow into it. For others, you may just be, you know, starting to identify your purpose. While others, you may be in the middle of the process of purpose even. But regardless of what stage you're in, just be confident and keep growing. Okay? Be confident and keep, uh, be confident and keep growing. Okay? So I'll leave you with this for now. And I pray that even as you carry out these steps to identify your purpose, that the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you and also give you the answers you need to identify your purpose. Okay? So I really hope this has blessed you. And if it did, reach out to me to let me know. I would really love to hear for sure. Like, I will be most excited. So that's all for now, fam. We love you guys. Thanks for rocking with us and God bless you. We will see you next week. God bless you. And I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please 
Like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you'd like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram at Walking in Purpose Podcast and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.